Welcome to Did We Just Become Best Friends? I'm your host, Lydia Stutzman, and I want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast. This is my passion project and a place where I love to interview people that inspire me. And sometimes they are just random people I see on socials and then I reach out and they agree to be on the show. Most times my guests are people that I am genuinely fascinated by and I just have a curiosity for how other people live their best, most successful, most inspirational lives. And so thanks for tuning in. Let's get into this week's episode. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in today. It is such an exciting day. I am so glad to be here. It's been a little while. I'm trying to get back to it on a regular basis and a little more consistent, but I have to tell you, today is October 30th, 2023, and it is so exciting because when I plan on recording an episode of the podcast, I didn't realize what today was. The significance of today is just unbelievable for me personally and for many people all around the world. So what am I talking about? I am talking about, it is the national day that we are celebrating Wicked the Musical, 20 years of Wicked the Musical. And so it is officially like if you go on the calendar and you look at the national day of, it is actually National Wicked Day. So back in 2023, Wicked was adapted uh, from a book to a Broadway musical. And six, since then, it's won over 100 international awards, including three Tonys and a Grammy Award for the Best Musical Theater Album. And it's got some really famous people in the original cast. And I just want to talk about it a little bit because this show changed my life. And I know those are big words, but it really did. And I think a lot of people feel that way as well. So I thought, you know what, let's just take a little journey back. So Many of you don't know that I have a love affair for Broadway, and it dates back just about 20 years. So although Wicked debuted in 2003, I didn't see it until 2004. So I thought, let me just tell the story about my first experience with Wicked. And I will say this, I have seen this show 14 times which I know sounds like a lot. I know it's not the world record, but it's not going to be the last time I see it either. There is going to be a 15th and a 16th and a 17th. And one day I have bucket bucket list plans to see it in other countries. So back in 2004, I lived in Port St. Lucie and I was working at a company and a couple of the people that I worked with were big Broadway musical fans. And we became very close friends. It was actually my vice president at the time. We became very close. And I said, my dream, and this is about 19 years ago, I said, my dream is to go to New York, even if it's just for one day, and see a Broadway show. And at that point in my life, I was married to my first husband. I had, you know, one small child. She was only four years old. And I didn't have any aspirations or like any plans, real travel plans. I I thought a weekend in NYC was pretty much unattainable, or at least that's how it felt at the time. For me, it was like, that was the biggest deal in the world is if I was going to be able to get on a plane and go to New York. So I was talking to my friends about it. And I said, my dream is to go to Broadway, to go to New York city and to go see beauty and the beast on Broadway. 
And at the time, that's the only show I had on my radar because I wasn't knowledgeable about Broadway. I really wasn't in the circle. I wasn't following the shows. And you have to remember back in 2004, there was no social media. So it wasn't like I had the exposure that we have today. I wasn't able to follow a show and, you know, keep up with the cast and all of that stuff. And it, it obviously I didn't live in New York. I lived in Florida. So what happened was I had a lot of family in Jersey and I would see them going in and out of the city. And I thought, oh, maybe I can go to New Jersey and maybe take a train and go, you know, see a show with somebody in my family. And so I started talking about this with my friends and they were like, well, you have to go at Christmas time. So I was like, yeah, I would love to go at Christmas time. Like I had dreams of seeing the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree and, you know, the city decorated for the holidays and just Christmas in New York City. It just seemed so magical. Everything on that I saw on TV. So it's like when something is out there and you look at it and you don't think it's possible for yourself, you it just seems so much bigger than it really is, right? So I was talking to them and they said, we want to go to New York. Let's take a New York trip. And we want to take you since it's your first time. And again, I was on like, you know, I was like in an entry level position. I wasn't really, you know, making a lot of money at the time. And I didn't know how I was going to accomplish this. So I said, well, I want to stay at the plaza. Like that's my dream is to stay at the plaza and go see a show on Broadway. And they were like, well, we're not going to stay at the plaza, but we can get a, a room, a suite, and you'll have like a sleeper sofa and you could come with us to New York and it'll be X amount of dollars. So I talked with my husband. He's like, yes, I want you to go. So then came the Broadway show. I said, I really want to see Beauty and the Beast. It's like my dream. That's the only show I care about. And they were like, well, there's a show on Broadway and it is at all the rage. Everybody's talking about it and it's called Wicked. And they started telling me about the story. And of course, growing up as a kid, I loved The Wizard of Oz. So I was like, okay, well, that sounds really good. Um, but tickets were impossible. It was like the Hamilton of then. So when Hamilton first came out, it was like impossible to get tickets. So Wicked tickets were very expensive. So they told me it would be like $110 to go to see the show. And I was like, okay, no problem. I can do that. But what they didn't tell me is they bought me an orchestra seat that was definitely not $110. And they gave me just the most beautiful gift. But they talked me into seeing Wicked the Musical as my first Broadway show. So I don't know if any of you can relate to this, but if you have seen any other shows and you are like me and you love the Razzle Dazzle and you like the sparkle and the costuming and the sets and the lighting, if you love these spectacular aspect of the visuals of a Broadway show. Wicked is just amazing. So then I started listening to a little bit of the music. And again, I don't even think, I don't even think I had an iPhone back then. I think I had an Android. I don't know what I had, but it wasn't what we have today. And so I wasn't streaming or anything like that. I would hear bits and pieces of the music but I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what I was getting myself into and I didn't know what I was going to watch. I get, I left myself very, um, very vanilla, you know, didn't really know a lot about the show and again, no social media. So not a lot of exposure. So anyway, I get on the plane 
And I should preface this by saying I was very, very, very heavy back then. So probably over a hundred pounds more than I weigh now. And so, you know, the whole debacle of getting on the plane, having to get a seatbelt extender, you know, being very heavy set person. And then it is freezing cold in December. So we, I think we went like December 1st through 3rd or something like that. I have my original ticket. I could go back and look at the date, but it was whole big production to pack and prepare for clothing. Cause again, I lived in Florida. I didn't have winter clothes. I didn't have a winter coat. So I had to get like all this stuff and still try to, you know, scrounge money to have spending money to be there. And so we get to New York and we go see the show. And I have to tell you, I was ruined for good, right? I have been changed for good, but I was ruined for good. So ruined in a good way. Um, So let me tell you who was actually in the cast that I saw. The cast was just about the original cast with the exception of Kristen Chenoweth. She had left by then. And I have the Wikipedia here because I was looking at, um, you know, all the people who have played in this role. But at the time, Adina Menzel was still in the show. So I actually got to see Wicked with Adina Menzel, which, again, I didn't know who she was. So I didn't know this was such a big deal to have this experience. And it was absolutely just incredible. So we go see the show and Jennifer Laura Thompson was Kristen Chenna was understudy and she took over the role. She was magnificent. We fell in love with her. We just loved her so much. She did such a great job. I think she's one of the most underrated Glendas that nobody talks about, but Jennifer Laura Thompson was um, incredible. So we go to the show and then it, I think it was the time of the year. I don't know. I've seen the show so many times. I get it all mixed up, but I don't remember if it was the time of the year for Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS, or what the charity situation was. I think that was happening in December, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, Again, I've seen so many times, I've lost count. But there was one time that we went and we actually made a donation. I think it was like 500 bucks, and we all got to go backstage. I don't remember if that was my first time or not, but let me tell you about some of the other times that I saw the show. So. The first time I saw the show, Adina Menzel was in it and we went to the stage door because again, I wasn't familiar. I was a Broadway virgin and we were, we, I was not familiar with the stage door stalking situation. So that kind of opened my eyes to meeting celebrities on Broadway. So after the show, we went to the stage door to get our playbills autographed and Adina Menzel didn't come out and we were all very disappointed. Well, it turns out this was back in the day when she was married to Tay Diggs and she was receiving some threats um, and was not comfortable with coming to the stage door. So anyway, I'm cursed when it comes to Adina Menzel and Kristen Chenoweth. I can talk to you a little bit more about that. Basically, anytime I try to meet them or anytime I've gone to a show that they are in, either they don't come to the stage door or there's something going on or I get a meet and greet and it gets canceled. So Anyway, I've given up hope of meeting Adina Mazel and Krista Chenoweth because that never happens for me. All right. Anywho, so going back to the several times that I've seen Wicked. So um, once I saw the show for the first time, I was like destroyed for good in a good way, ruined. It's my show. I love it. I love the music. And then, of course, 
the best thing about a Broadway show is then you go home and then you put the CD in your car. Cause again, we weren't streaming Apple music then. And then you just have the visual of the whole show playing in your mind when you're listening to the music. And it was just so powerful. So that soundtrack, again, definitely worth every Grammy. So we go back home to Florida and I'm like, oh my God, I've had a taste of New York. I've had a taste of little Italy. I've had a taste of the city. I'm like, now I'm addicted. I want to go back. So the next time I went back, um, I've actually seen Wicked the Musical five times on Broadway. Some were purchased on purpose. Some were lotteries. So let me tell you about my lottery experience. So another time we were going back and I was like on a tight budget. And I told my friends, I'm like, because they were getting um, tickets to go see the Saturday night show. And I said, you know, I really can't afford to do that this trip, but you guys go to the show and I'll, you know, go walk around the city or do something else. So it was four of us and our friend Charlie was with us and he didn't have tickets either. And we found out that Wicked, they kind of pioneered this, they had a lottery. So if you go to the theater two and a half hours before the show, you can put your name in the hat and they will call, I think they called like 12 names. And then you had an opportunity to purchase one or two seats. And based on how many seats you chose, they would call more names. So basically what Wicked does is they auction off, they they lottery, they, they raffle the first row. So you can't purchase the first row. It is the first row of the theater. So you are basically first row. You are seeing the show up close and personal and it's $25. So if they draw your name, then it's $25 and you can buy one or two tickets for $25 each. So these are tickets people are paying five, six, $700 for, and they are $25. So we go to the matinee. It was a Saturday and none of us had tickets. And I said, well, let's just try. And they didn't call any of our names. So we were like, no big deal. So my friends, my two friends that had the tickets for the 8 p.m. show, the four of us went back at six o'clock for the 6.30 lottery. And we were like, you know what? What's the worst case scenario? The four of us will put in our names. And if one of us gets it, then we get two tickets and we all can go together. So they start calling names and they call my name. And I swear to you, there was about six or 700 people in that parking garage at the Gershwin waiting for the lottery. And they call my name and my name was Lydia Martino at the time because I was married to my first husband. And I screamed to the top of my lungs in excitement. And I got to buy two tickets for $25 each. So let me tell you about the best part. We get our tickets because then you have to go to the ticket office and they give them to you. The tickets we got were the two front row center. So we were the two most center seats in the front row for Wicked. So talk about being ruined seeing it one time. Then I was ruined seeing it in the orchestra from the very front row. And I was just besides myself. I mean, we had the best time ever. And of course, the very first time I saw this show, I didn't realize what happened at the end. So when the witch disappeared, I thought she was gone forever. I was crying my eyes out, you know, and then the beauty of seeing the show many, many times is you, you catch different things. Each time you see it, you notice different things. Every time you see it, you have favorite numbers that you know and look forward to, but it really is truly magical. So if you have not seen Wicked, you must, you must, you must, you must see it. So I know a lot of people will 
you know, be upset and disagree that it's the best show ever. But in my opinion, it's the best show on Broadway and it's now having its 20th anniversary. So I've seen it five times in New York, twice they called my name and I won the lottery and got to see it from the front row. And then in on the tour, so when they first, you know, started having a national tour, I was so excited because I live in Fort Lauderdale and we have Broadway across America, you know, Fort Lauderdale at the Broward Theater for the Performing Arts at Broward Center. And I became a season ticket holder because Wicked is what sparked my love of Broadway and going to see shows. My issue is that I love the newer shows and I love the razzle dazzle. So some of the older classic shows, I get bored. But nevertheless, the experience of seeing theater is just so amazing. And I'm I'm always in awe of the talent. Okay. So let me tell you, I'm I'm standing at the stage door, and then you start seeing like people from the ensemble and people from the orchestra, and they come out of the stage door like, oh no big deal. I was just in a Broadway show and I'm gonna ride my bike home. I'm gonna go jump on the subway. And you're like, how many people get to say that they just performed in a Broadway show? Like that's what they do for a living. And how many artists and how many aspiring actresses and singers and how many dancers and how many musicians get to live their dream? So for somebody from Florida who didn't have exposure to growing up in New York, it's it seems so glamorous and fabulous, right? For them, it's just that's their job. That's their craft. That's their their gift. And to get to do what you love for a living it is just really incredible. So I was always amazed by that. So after Jennifer Laura Thompson, my next favorite Glinda was Megan Hilty. So Megan Hilty was an understudy and we love, love, loved her so much. She was one of the best Glindas of all time. Um, so one time when we went to go see her, we were in New York. We were walking down the street and all of a sudden I see this blonde, this bouncy blonde with high energy walking on the sidewalk. And we we're just a few steps behind her. And we stopped at a crosswalk because we didn't have the walk sign. And I noticed she had this beautiful emerald green bag. And I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I absolutely love your handbag. It is gorgeous. And she turned around and I was like, oh my God. I said, are you in Wicked? And she's like, yeah, I'm walking to work right now. And I'm like, oh my God, I love your bag. We're going to the show tonight. We're so excited. It's so great to meet you. And we took a picture. And then I was like, I have to know more about your bag. And she's like, oh, it's a Marc Jacobs. I you know, treated myself. I bought it for myself when I first booked the show. And I was like, it is just absolutely gorgeous. And we're so excited to see you in the show tonight. And she was super sweet. And then, of course, we followed her career. We went to go see her in 9 to 5, the musical. We saw her on opening night. Again, it just, it fueled the fire for my New York City addiction, my theater addiction, and it's just become one of my favorite things to do. So fast forward 20 years, I've been to New York a bunch. I used to try to go three to four times a year. And um, pre-pandemic, the last couple shows I saw, I saw Chicago with Erica Jane on Broadway and Ain't Too Proud. Ain't Too Proud is actually the very last Broadway show I have seen. I haven't been to New York in three years. It's time to get back. I would love to go again. Maybe next year I'll take a trip up there. But so now getting back to Wicked, I have a lot of memorabilia. I've got, you know, some uh, uh, tons of signed playbills from the stage door. Um, but the touring cast. Uh, so the reason I've seen the show 14 times, I think it's 14 or 15, but 
The reason I've seen the show 14 times is because I have been changed for good because the show is life-changing. Um, I just, I can't stop seeing it. And when people tell me they've never seen it, then I have to take them. I'm like, oh my God, if you have not seen this show, I have to take you. Like, I want to witness you enjoying this for the very first time. And it's so special and it's such a gift. But the greatest thing is that the national tour, they do the lottery also. So you can also show up at the theater on the local stops and you can show up two and a half hours before the show and you can get into the lottery and you can win tickets there as well. Now, normally they raffle off orchestra seats and it's not necessarily the front row, but if you don't win the lottery, then they give you like a second chance cheapy seat that you can buy for like 45 bucks. So I just, I love this show that has pioneered the Broadway lottery. Now I could be wrong. Maybe it wasn't the first show to ever do it, but they were a show that did it. And it just has given so many people the opportunity to see a show of that caliber at an affordable price. And for me, They've gotten the return on their investment because I've seen it 14 or 15 times since then and bought tickets for me and my friends and my daughter. And, you know, my daughter loves theater. So it has really just been a life-changing experience. And the best thing is like when different people and celebrities are in the show. So let me tell you about the time Joey McIntyre played Fierro. And if you're not familiar with who Joey McIntyre is, he is from a one boy band called New Kids on the Block. So we went to see him when he played Fierro on Broadway and we got to meet him after the show. It was unbelievable. It was so amazing. So some of the famous alphabets that I've seen, we've seen Adina Menzel. We've seen Shoshana Bean. We've seen Stephanie J. Block. We have seen a lot of different um, people play alphabet. But I have to tell you, some of the best performers I've seen are actually on the national tour. And they're not even from here. They're from London or they're from Australia. Um, and they do just such an incredible job. They're so gifted. They're so talented. And if anything from this episode comes through today, I hope it is that you will give Wicked the musical a chance. So lots of merchandise. Um, I'm an emerald green person anyway. I'm just always attracted to green and I love emerald green. So to tell me that I am positively emerald is the biggest compliment, but it's just so fun. I had the hoodie, I had the Grimmery book, I had, you know, so much merchandise from the show. And most recently, my husband gifted me a bracelet from the Little Words Project, Defy Gravity. So I just feel like those words, Defy Gravity, like when you think about, and I always say this to my students because I work in education, I say, you're limitless. And I always think of Wicked. So I'm like, you're limitless. Don't ever think that you can't do something. You can. You can totally do it. You are unlimited in your potential and what gifts you can develop and talents you can nurture and share with this world. So anyway, Wicked changed my life for good. I ball like a baby every time I see it. And I always cry at the end of Broadway shows because I'm sad they're over, but I'm always crying because I'm in awe of their talent. Like the people on stage are so talented and they're studying their craft and they're living their dreams. I don't know. It's just, it's so special. It is so, so special. So anyway, that's my story. But since then, I have seen many, 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 many Broadway shows and uh, too many to talk about today. But it is National Wicked Day. And if you have not seen Wicked the Musical, please, the next time it's on tour in your town, go see it. And then I'm going to wrap up. But 
the bucket list. So I always talk about the bucket list. And I'm kind of a Halloween hater because I don't really love Halloween. I don't love horror movies. And I'm, I know I'm a weird person. Halloween's not my favorite holiday. But released around the time of Halloween, it's always this time of year that we get excited about Wicked. Um, but on the bucket list now is to see it in London. I want to see Wicked in London and I want to see Mamma Mia in London. So London is on the bucket list as a trip in the next few years. And um, it's just so fun. So if you ever have the the chance or the this, this show tours near you or a local regional theater production puts a version of it on, please go support the arts. Please go support the theater. Please support Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS. It's a great charity. And I just want to dedicate this episode today to all the people in my life, my friends, Carl and Brian, who exposed me to the love of theater and Broadway and gifted me such a beautiful experience seeing it for the first time. I want to dedicate this episode to all the people in my life who have ever supported me, loved me, and helped me have a beautiful theater experience. So have a great day, everybody. I'm going to hope to see you real soon. Thank you so much for listening. I truly appreciate you. Have the most magical, wicked day ever. Thank you so much for listening and wherever you are in the world, cheers to you for all the best health, wealth, and happiness. See you next time on Did We Just Become Best Friends?